Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're examining now the book of Daniel. <laughs> We've reached the really... Uh, shall we say, interesting part of the book, Okay, the part that often causes division within the body of Christ. And that's one reason I really want to take it sort of slow and easy as we're going through really the balance of the book. And I just want us to think about some things, Okay, just reflect upon some things. Not try to say, okay, I'm right, you're wrong, it must be like this, it has to be like this, so therefore this means this, this means that. There's been so much of that within the body of Christ. What we need to do is we simply need to pay attention to what's being said right here. Okay, pay attention to what's being said. Yes, we observe it, okay, and then we'll interpret it as we go along later and we see the balance of the Scripture, and then we'll apply it and see what kind of application we have uh, within our own lives. Uh, too often people will sit there and they'll read a passage here and they'll say, oh, this beast right here, this beast must be the United States of America. And then they launch on an entire eschatology and a theology based upon uh, that interpretation and just really that thought. And that's not what the Scripture says at all. And so we do well just to pay attention to what's going on. Now, I am going to tell you this. This is a long road and a big picture thing. And it's something that I'm continually learning in and I'm continually discovering. Because as we saw in the episode previously, Daniel had a dream and had a vision and he saw these animals. And Well, okay, you see the animals. Well, you see animals throughout Scripture. So one of the things that you're going to wind up wanting to do is, have we seen anything like this somewhere in the Scripture before, either in the Old Testament or the New Testament? If we have, does that have anything to do with this? So let me tell you what we're going to find out. Quite often in Bible studies, I run into it here recently, uh, I do a, a online Bible studies and I do a, a local edition of a Bible study and this kind of thing, and I was speaking with them lately saying, hey, when we get done what we're doing currently, which we're studying Romans at the moment, when we get done with Romans, what would you like to examine? Now, we're not going to be done with Romans for another uh, seven months from the time that I'm doing this podcast right now. But, I, you know, I, my online classes particularly have to think ahead and plan ahead. And a bunch of them want to do Revelation. Well, we've done Revelation a couple times already, but it's been over the last 15 years. So that's fine. But I was explaining to them, so how many of y'all have uh, done Revelation before? Well, there's only four or five. So the bulk of all these people <coughs> have not really studied it. But they also haven't studied Daniel. And they haven't studied First and Second Thessalonians. And they haven't really examined Jesus in the Olivet Discourse in Matthew 22, 23, 24, and uh, um, what is it, Mark 13, Luke 21, I believe. And then they really haven't looked at the major and the minor prophets, all the prophets, and the Psalms. A lot of the Psalms give insight into these things. And so I, I share all this with us just to where we don't uh, race ahead. There's always going to be a tendency to try to say, oh, this is what this means, this is what this means. I mean, I, I'm the chief of sinners on that. I know of, which, of what I speak <laughs> because I, I tend to want to do that too because I want the answer and I want the answer now. But if we would just take it, what's being said here, yes, we'll explore various interpretations. We'll explore what some people say about this, some people, that's fine, whatever. But we would just do well to just observe exactly what's said. And that's where we are right now. So here's what's said in Daniel chapter 7, verse 1. Again, in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and visions in his mind as he lay on his bed. Then he wrote the dream down and related the following summary of it. So again, we've covered this a couple of times. 
Daniel has a dream and has a vision in his mind, and he's laying on his bed. So it may have, may have been a sleep dream. It may have been a night vision when he's awake, but he sees it. But he describes it as a dream and visions in his mind. And when you see how this kind of thing happens with people, uh, for instance, in Genesis 15 is a good example with Abraham. Uh, Abraham was put into a deep sleep. He had a vision of God, but then God put him into a deep sleep to really make the covenant with him. So God can do what he wants to. And so there's something that's happening here that's really outside the control of Daniel. Perhaps is the best way to look at it. He's having a dream. He's having a vision. Then in verse 2, Daniel said, And I was looking in my vision by night. Now note, that's a phrase that we saw in the last episode that is repeated over and over in this little portion right here. I kept looking. I kept looking. I was looking. I saw this. I saw that. That's the reason <coughs> that we would do well. Remember what Daniel did right here. Okay, Remember what we just read? He saw the dream, and then he wrote the dream down. And now he's relating the summary of the dream. He's even acknowledging that this isn't all the detail. And I think that's likely because whenever we have dreams and visions like this, that the more you meditate upon it and you'll be thinking about it and doing this, and it may be months, years later, all of a sudden some, a new element comes to your mind within that that you had not remembered before. So he says, I'm looking in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven and we're stirring up the great sea. Okay, the four winds of heaven. What are the four winds of heaven? We see that phrase in another portion of the Scripture, over in Revelation somewhere. I don't know. I didn't look it up. It just came to my mind. Uh, where there's angels that are holding back the four winds of heaven. It likely uh, uh, deals with just the cardinal points of a compass, north, south, east, west, that type of thing. In other words, the winds of heaven. But we also know that there's more than just one heaven. There's the heavens of the atmosphere. There's the heaven of the sun, moon, and star. There's at least a third heaven that Paul said that he was caught up to and saw things too glorious to even summarize and talk about. But this is likely... Uh, a picture at least of, of the earth because it says the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. Okay, the great sea. Is it stirring up all the seas or the great sea? What is that a picture of? Well, again, over in Revelation, uh, and that's what's so interesting. Daniel is foundational to giving us understanding of what's going on with Revelation. It's actually foundational giving us understanding with a, a vast amount of the Word of God, okay? But you see... Uh, that the sea is actually a picture of uh, of the world, of peoples of the world. Okay, it's a, it's a picture of that, and so sort of keep that in mind. That might be sort of a helpful thing. But right now it doesn't matter. We're just seeing okay the four winds of heavens, and they were stirring up the great sea. And now this is the last thing I want us to see for today. I told you we we're going to take this slow, right? Verse three, and four great beasts were coming up from the sea different from one another. So you have these four beasts, and they're described as great beasts, okay? Great beasts. And they were coming up out of the sea. Each one of these beasts were different from one another. And we actually know that they sort of come up sequentially because we read it before, the whole thing. Uh, it says the first one came, and then a second one, and then another one came up, and then a fourth so if you have a first, a second, another, and a fourth, that's that's a sequential idea, right? You have one, two, three, four. Just observing what we're seeing right here, not trying to superimpose any uh, interpretation upon it, just watching to see what it says. 
So what's happened? Daniel's having a dream and visions in his mind. He wakes up. He remembers it. He writes down the dream. And then he relates this summary of it right here to us. And he says, I was looking in my vision by night. And that's interesting because he's having the vision, but he's in the vision looking. All sorts of interesting things related to this as far as dream studies and things like that. You know, sometimes you have a dream and in the dream you're just observing everything. Other times you're having a dream and you're in the dream. You see yourself in the dream and you see yourself and understand that you are observing everything. Daniel said, I was looking in my vision by night. He was in that vision. He was looking and he was seeing these things. And he was seeing the four winds of heaven, whatever that is. And they were stirring up the great sea, whatever that is. Okay, we know how the winds, we know how the sea. It's winds apparently from every direction stirring up the sea. Uh, we're not sure what sea. We're not even sure if this is actually uh, a, a, a real logistical type of thing, if it's a picture of something. Okay? And what did he see? four great beasts coming up out of that sea they were different from one another keep that in mind the beasts were different from one another well again my time is up i'm dale thank you so much for your time uh share with everybody about this time together and i'll see you in the next episode